Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? All right, today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm going to come straight down to where it intersects with my round line. That there is going to tell me how much I have to around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you around, the more you're going to find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never around, you'll never find out. So I hope this lesson is helpful. Thank you. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, I see there's already almost a half a million dollars in a Give, Send, Go uh, Fund Me account, whatever it is, for Donald Trump's defense fund. Do you you understand how big that is? For people... In this day and age where prices are out of control, I mean, it's untenable how stupidly things are priced. And people are willing to open up their wallets and give five, 10, 20 or 100 bucks to one of the, you know, America's richest dudes and say, hey, we've got your six, Mr. President, because you got screwed. You've been screwed for going on eight years because you dared not be part of that dirty club and you dared to love America. And run on it and live by it and and govern, if you will, by it and set that example. Freebeacon.com judge lays $354 million fine on Trump, bans him from business in New York. You know what? We all expected this. That's all I'll say. We expected it. It's obnoxious. It's predictable. It's unlawful. It's outrageous. And it is just yet one more piece of proof that there is no justice. You want to talk about threat to democracy? You want to talk about that? Because what Judge Arthur Enger, or whatever his name is, Engeron, decided without a jury, decided unilaterally, and had said he would, by the way, always decide this. He gagged Donald Trump. He prevented him from presenting evidence. And now he slapped him with something that is, you know, it is similar in nature to what they gave E. Jean Carroll, a woman who had a fantasy memory With very few details, though somehow she could remember verbatim conversations that she had with Donald Trump and what she was wearing, but could not remember all of the other specifics. And she gets something like $83 million. I mean, come on. This is how you wake up the people who are blissfully and purposefully unaware. Because they see this and they say, what? So let's get the story from the free beacon and then I'll give you some some feedback from CNN's Abby Phillips. 
And she is a triggered leftist who hates Donald Trump, just like Letitia James, just like Alvin Braggs. Bragg does just like Fonnie Willis, all of them. Donald Trump must pay 340 or 59 point. Uh, excuse me. Donald Trump must pay three hundred fifty four point nine million dollars in penalties for fraudulently overstating his net worth to dupe lenders. A New York judge ruled on Friday, handing the former U.S. president another legal setback in a civil case that imperils his real estate empire. Judge Arthur Angeron, in a sharply worded decision issued after a contentious three-month trial in Manhattan, also banned Trump, who's running to regain the presidency this year, from serving <clears throat> as an officer or director of any New York corporation for three years. Trump's lawyer has vowed to appeal. Now, there was no victim here. Nobody got hurt. There was no bank that said, look, we lent Donald Trump money because we believed when he gave us the valuation of this property and wanted to borrow off of that collateral to get a loan for this property, we believed that value of that property. And Donald Trump even said, look, all of our documents said, do your own research before you agreed to get in on a loan with us. Nobody got hurt. There were no missed payments. There was no injured party, really no plaintiff. And so why go after him? Well, we all know why. They hate people who love America. And Donald Trump would be one of them. So I want you to hear, you got the you got the gist. All you really need to know is it's ridiculous. It is untenable. It will be, it'll be appealed. It'll be overturned. But the point is to damage his reputation so that they can say he's been found, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's got to pay all of this. He's a terrible businessman. He's an awful person. All of this intended to injure him leading up to the November election. So, but the... The response to it on the left, I think, is even more important than the verdict itself. And this is, as I said, CNN's Abby Phillip. She says the myth of Donald Trump has been busted. So she's going to start. And there's actually a pretty good back back and forth, kind of a mashup where CNN has taken a clip from Letitia James, the, the um, DA in the case, and she, and also with Trump after the verdict back and forth with the two sides reacting to the verdict. Listen carefully because she sounds crazy and he sounds very matter of fact. Listen. Today, justice has been served. Today, we prove that no one is above the law. It's a very sad day for, in my opinion, the country. The scale and the scope of Donald Trump's fraud is staggering. There was no fraud. The banks all got their money, 100%. They love Trump. I want to be clear. White-collar financial fraud is not a victimless crime. There were no victims because the banks made a lot of money. We are holding him accountable for lying, cheating, and a lack of contrition. We have a totally corrupt attorney general. She campaigned on the fact that I will get Trump. Donald Trump may have authored the art of the deal. But he perfected the art of the steal. You see it in third world countries, 
banana republics, but you don't see it here. Isn't that hilarious? Now, I misspoke. I said she's AG. She's, uh, she's the AG, not the DA. So she's the attorney general, obviously. So did you hear that? Donald Trump is guilty of white-collar financial crimes. He's guilty of lying and cheating and a lack of contrition. Well, I think she should look at Joe Biden a little bit, right? I mean, if that's what we're talking about, because he actually did commit crimes. Donald Trump is the figment of the imagination of the triggered leftist. So you heard Letitia James be snarky, try to be quick-witted and fail miserably. And Donald Trump's just like, hey, we didn't do anything wrong. Nobody got hurt. I don't know what the big deal is, but you can see what's going on. This is the, this is the garbage of a banana republic. It continues. <laughs> this is CNN's Abby Phillip as she loses her mind and, and posits the question, if he's such a bad person and he's found guilty of this stuff, should he be entrusted to run the country? <laughs> Go. It's worth noting, Trump is now liable for fraud, sexual abuse, defamation, and he could be on the hook for January 6th, too. Mm. The judge also banning Trump from running his company for three years, which, of course, raises the obvious question for voters. If Trump isn't allowed to run a business for three years, should he be allowed to run the country? Isn't that very Neil Cavuto-ish? Well... He's got 91 criminal allegations against him. They can't all be wrong. Why not, Neil? Why not, Abby? Does that not frighten you to see what's going on with this man? No, it's not, because she's part of the machine. Next, she says, she's going to use... <laughs> She's going to use a clip from the Trump-Clinton debate of the 2016 election. And... Donald Trump says exactly the right thing. Look, I want to run the country the way I've run the Trump brand. My businesses are successful because I know what makes it successful. I will make America successful. Listen. If we could run our country the way I've run my company, we would have a country that you would be so proud of. Today is a metaphor for what we can accomplish for this country. Now, remember, this is just one of the trials that Trump is facing this year. And while this one was civil, the others are criminal and they threaten his physical freedom. Now, despite all of this, he is the likely Republican presidential nominee. And his last remaining opponent still thinks that this legal jeopardy will ultimately hurt him. There is no way that the American people are going to vote for a convicted criminal. Except that they are and they will and that ladies and gentlemen underscores the mystery in the minds of the progressive left i don't understand see you don't understand because you're part of the problem and in audio soundbite number four she talks about abby phillip talks about how butch hurt she is by Donald Trump's success, the more that happens against him, the stronger he becomes, the more the indictments bog him down, the more judgments take away his wealth, the more popular he is, the more shored up his support becomes. They just don't understand it. Listen. The evidence is right there. Trump has gotten nearly 300,000 primary votes in Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. That is far more than Haley or any other candidate. As you can see in this chart, every time that Trump was indicted or appeared in court, he scored a fundraising boost. 
which is one reason why he chooses to attend these hearings in the first place instead of being on the campaign trail. And just to be clear, most of these appearances are a choice, is not a requirement. And the polls not only show that his dominance in the primary is there, but just 10% of Republicans think that his actions after the election in 2020 were illegal. So yes, people will vote for a felon, including Nikki Haley. Why would you vote for a convicted felon? Why would you vote for a convicted felon? See, Abby is one of these people who will not be saved. She does not understand. Unfortunately, as we move forward, we're going to have to leave people behind. And she'd be one of them. All right, when we come back from the Wendy Bell Radio, uh, on the Wendy Bell Radio program, I should say, it sure sounds like a revolution is brewing on our highways because that judgment, $354 million, has done something to unite American truckers. And they've got one specific zip code in their sights next. So back in the 1760s, when we were still under British rule, what was the last straw? Well, there were a lot of last straws that led to a great rebellion, the Revolutionary War. And it was a it was a nickel and diming of the colonies. It was taxing, not representing. It was about heavy handed decision making. It was about always being in charge and the colonies always knowing that they were under the thumb of Britain. And it started with the Stamp Act. Then it went to the Townsend Act. Then it went to other things. Then it led to the Boston Massacre. Then it led to the Boston Tea Party. And then it was war. Right. We're done. We're done with you believing you control us. We are free. We believe in free, enlightened principles. And we will fight for that. We're there now. We are there now. And the CNN Abby Phillip woman who doesn't, she doesn't understand. Or if she does, she's playing stupid magically well. She says Donald Trump doesn't have to be at these hearings, but he's here every day. It was a three-month trial, ladies and gentlemen. And Donald Trump has been in that courtroom for the lion's share of it. In addition to going to sneaker con, in in addition to going to all these other things where he is meeting people, and they are seeing Donald Trump as not a billionaire, not as a celebrity, not as a guy who was on, you know, who had his own television show, not as a supremely successful businessman, but as a target. A target of incessant and illegal overreach, all under the guise of democracy. And I didn't realize this. I guess the media did a fabulous job of hiding it from us. But back in 2021, there was something that happened in Colorado. A young truck driver caused a horrific 28-car pileup in which four people died. It was an explosion. It was awful. His brakes failed on his rig. And a judge in the case threw the book at him. 110 years for that tragedy. Now, this wasn't something that this guy did maliciously. He wasn't drunk. 
He wasn't driving recklessly. His brakes went out and he could not prevent the accident. And he was devastated. And truckers came out in protest. And in just two short weeks, the mass amount of truckers who spoke up, showed up, protested against this judgment, got the truckers' sentence reduced from 110 years, which was obnoxious, to 10. And this is what happens when people push back. This is what happens when you grow a pair, when you reach that final moment, when somebody has pushed you over that line that you have drawn in the sand. And you are forced to choose. And so we found this gentleman, he's a trucker and he's in the gym and he throws the camera around on himself. And he's basically saying, look, this judgment in New York against Donald Trump has poked the bear the final time. And if history is any indicator, this is not going to end well in New York City as now calls for a trucker protest. To stop all deliveries in New York. We are not going to you anymore. Listen. Good morning, Patriots. This is Trucker Jake. There's talk of a trucker boycott of the city of New York to protest the persecution of President Trump. Now, liberals seem to think that this is a pretty funny idea. Let me tell you a quick story. A couple years ago, a Colorado's trucker was involved in a terrible accident, loss of life. It was tragic. The Colorado judge sentenced that trucker to 110 years in prison. Now, you decide for yourself whether or not he deserved that prison sentence, but when truck drivers from around America heard about that sentence, they organized a boycott against the state of Colorado. And within a month, they brought the state of Colorado to its knees. That judge resentenced that trucker from 110 years to 10 years in prison. The point is, MAGA patriots make this country run. Liberals, they make our coffee. This is Trucker Jake. God bless President Trump. God bless MAGA America. God bless our truckers. Y'all have a blessed day. And that is going to lead us into our final segment, ladies and gentlemen. Is it finally the last straw next? I think it was this headline on Saturday morning at about 5 a.m. as I was sitting in front of the fireplace with my cup of coffee and Murphy by my side that basically sealed the deal for me. The American Revolution has begun. And it was one quote by one trucker who was super hacked off, sitting in the dark in the cab of his truck on Friday night, and he said this, Leave Trump the F alone. And now, I obviously, for... FCC reasons. I'm not going to bring you the soundbite because he swears throughout it, but I get it. I 100% get it. And this gentleman, he goes by, I think, Trucker Ray, Chicago Ray. He goes by on social media. He says, look, I've been talking to folks on the radio. I'm driving up and down the, the highway. Doesn't matter where you're from, where you're driving your load. Truckers are done with them effing with Trump. Knock it off, and we will not deliver any loads to New York in protest. 
So now I read this article from Rolling Stone. I mean, whatever you think about Rolling Stone. It says Trump endorses trucker campaign to stop deliveries to New York City in protest of fraud ruling. This is the moment that it happens. When you have enough people who have a very important job and their job is looked down upon, though it's extraordinarily valuable. Truckers are the ones during COVID who did everything to get our shelves as stocked as they could be. They worked tirelessly. As scaredy cats on the uh, highways and the interstates and the turnpikes shut down all the places for our truck drivers to use the restroom, of course, because everybody was so worried about COVID. These people still made the trek cross country and they kept us going. And now they've had enough protesting and saying we will not deliver to New York City. What do you think is going to happen to New York City? It's going to go down in a hurry. Is it going to take the 12 days that it took for that Colorado judge to reverse the 110-year sentence for the driver whose brakes failed? I don't think it's going to take that long, ladies and gentlemen. We stumbled upon this great nine-minute video. And the gentleman you're about to hear is named Jack Lombardi. Jack Lombardi ran against Adam Kinzinger in the Illinois congressional race back in 2014. And this gentleman takes his phone and he turns it around and he does nine minutes without stopping. No uhs, no ums that I can recall. Just facts. And he describes that this is a full stop. Every, everybody out there who's paying attention to the abuse and the warfare and the lawfare against Donald Trump sees what is going on and the folks on the left and the uniparty who are behind it have no earthly idea what is heading their way audio soundbite number one this movement is to refuse delivery to new york city these americans red-blooded americans they really well they're tired of the warfare, the legal warfare against President Trump, and it's much bigger than President Trump. What it means to them is, is that our government is not playing fair with people who represent their values and their concerns. And that's alarming. This is not about President Trump himself as an individual. This is something bigger. This says that there's a group within our government, same group that prompted me to get involved, that is telling the American people, the American worker, the hardworking American that pays these taxes to the government, that their concerns don't matter. This is the same idea that sparked the Revolutionary War. And he says in audio soundbite number two, more and more Americans are awakening and they see that if this is what the government that sucks can do to Donald Trump, they can do it to any single one of us. Go. By attacking President Trump and bending and forming the law in such a way, that means it could be done to us. That means it could be done to any American citizen. And that is very alarming. That also means that the values that we cherish and keep are under attack. That means that every hard-working American that just wants to put in their honest day's worth of work, pay their little bit of taxes, well, those people don't matter. And these actions that have taken place against President Trump 
are sending that signal. Sending that signal and the signal that's being sent back, it's go time. There's going to be a calling that's coming, and it is coming. Much like what's happening in Europe, the brave farmers who have stood up against their oppressive government, the brave farmers who have said, I've had enough, and numbers is power. And remember, folks, remember, Americans, we have the numbers. We do. And it all ends when we say we've had enough. Bingo. And how many times have we talked about that on this program? What is the line? What is your limit? What is that place? Where is the point of no return? Back to my son, as I alluded in the beginning, the opening monologue in hour number one. When you've been poked and needled and fiddled with enough, what will be the final straw? Will you even know what it is before it hits you? Maybe not. But you know it exists. And it is brewing out there on the highways. Audio soundbite number four. This gentleman, again, Jack Lombardi, who ran against Adam Kinzinger back in 2014. He said, you know what? Americans awakened to what's going on in this country. This liberal lunacy, this progressive nonsense, which is just destroying our country when they came for our kids. Go. We raise our children to love others different than us. We did that, and we continue to, and that's what I do in my home. I love other Americans who are different than us, and we treat them with respect. However, we don't want your kink in our children's classroom. So there's many problems that we have here, and there's a small group that is pushing the needle in this country. They're pushing their perversion into our classrooms and into our society. This is not about love. This is about distraction, disorientation, and the systematic undermining of our country and our Constitution, because this is where it all leads. 100% correct. And the icing on the poo cake, if you will, for those of us who are awakened, those of us who see what's going on in our schools, those of us see the effects in our own homes of this lunacy is now exacerbated by an untenable, untenable, unaffordable, unmanageable crisis at the southern border that was built by design. Go. Right now we have illegals pouring over the border. God only knows who. And we know with any bit of common sense that we're going to have another terrorist attack. And no one's going to care who you blame because we're blaming you, Biden administration. We're blaming you, Biden loyalists. We're blaming you, Democrats. Now you can go ahead and twist the words all you want, but Americans have common sense. We're tired of being treated like we're dumb. We know exactly what's happening here. We do. And you can have dispatch all your leftist bots to attack us online. You could censor us, but we're starting to grow very tired of your games. We have common sense. We're smarter than you think. We see, we might not respond every day, but we're watching and we're calculating and the tally is getting to the point where it is gonna be go time and truckers are the ones who can end this, he says, go. The time is coming 
Now, I don't want to see violence. I'm not a violent person. I hate violence. But we are going to have to show who really has the power. And the American worker has the power. The American trucker has the power to bring leftist cities to their knees by just refusing to deliver. I think the most salient point in all of this is it ends when we say it does. Because you feel powerless. You feel like an, a, a solo individual with no pull. What kind of difference can you make? What kind of change can you make? You are everything. Because when you stand up alone on that hillside, you, you can start a movement Others will follow. You will not be alone. You are not alone. We have the numbers on our side. But what is going to be that final straw? And I loved his whole conversation here because it's very common sense. It's very factual. You pushed us to various limits and we're tapping out. And if it finally takes the awakening of truckers, who, by the way, It's not just the individual drivers. It's their companies saying, we will deliver our goods elsewhere. No New York City destinations. Not going to happen now. How long is it going to take for the resources in America's, what, second most populated city? Is it the first? I don't even know if it beats Los Angeles. Now that you've got 150,000 migrants, now that you've got MS-13 gang members with Venezuelan gangs jockeying for control of Manhattan for the city's streets, when you have a supply chain crisis because nothing is rolling in anymore, what do you give it? A week? Two? At max? They've asked for this. And hats off to the the German and the French farmers, to the Dutch farmers, to the Canadian truckers who showed us the way. Quick time out when we're back on the Wendy Bell Radio program. Kathy Hochul doesn't do the whole New York thing any favors. After that monster award and damaging to, to Donald Trump, preventing him from doing business, why would anybody in real estate want to go to New York and do business there? Kathy Hochul says the quiet part out loud doesn't doesn't go well. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Before we get to Kathy Hochul stepping in a turd sandwich, I I do love the idea here and uh, the the responses that Donald Trump has to so much of this insanity. It is kind of baffling to me because he's very consistent. There aren't these highs and lows. He's animated always but he says what needs to be said and he extrapolates from what's going on to him as though he knows he's got to be the requisite whipping boy for everybody else to awaken to the lashing to to realize that it's just a matter of time before enough people have been whipped before you that your number comes up and it has to absolutely drive the left nutty how he manages this pretty calm demeanor It's very consistent, very calm. 
Such an honor, he said. He put this out on Truth Social as this idea of this trucking protest. No deliveries to New York City. This is what he said. Such an honor to have so many great patriots on the side of freedom. Joe Biden's unfair and dangerous weaponization of law enforcement is a serious threat to democracy. Make America great again. Think about that. Think how simple that is. Joe Biden's unfair and dangerous weaponization of law enforcement is a serious threat to democracy. Think about the talking points of the left. They talk about freedom. They talk about rights. They talk about justice. They talk about fairness and equity and all of this. And yet, of course, everything they do is the opposite of what they claim to care about. And Trump very clearly and succinctly summarizes the BS in one social media post. So this is this is where Kathy Hochul steps in it. Now, if Donald Trump can be slapped with a 350 plus million dollar judgment, claiming that he broke the law in some capacity and and overinflated the value of his brand and his business in order to secure beneficial loans. Even though we all know there was nobody who was injured, even if he did. And if you have even a rudimentary ability to look at real estate listings, the game is inflating value. You have no idea what somebody's going to come in and offer. So you give yourself that wiggle room to negotiate. What is this decision going to do to all real estate transactions in New York? Why would anybody ever want to do anything there ever again? You wouldn't. And Kathy Hochul seemed to understand this. Here's your headline on thehill.com. Hochul tells New York businesses not to fear about Trump verdict. Nothing to worry about, she says. What? Seems to me there's an awful lot to worry about. New York Governor Kathy Hochul addressed New York business owners in a new interview, told them there was, quote, nothing to worry about after former President Trump was hit with a $355 million fine and a ban on conducting business in New York for three years. Hochul joined John Katz and Matides on the Katz Roundtable on WABC 770 AM, where she was asked if other New York business people should be worried that if, quote, they can do that to the former president, they can do it to anybody. Isn't that the overarching idea? Isn't that what precipitates the awakening? If you're on if you're on autopilot or cruise control and you've been comfortably numb, not paying attention to what government has been doing, not paying attention to the gross overreach, not, not paying attention to the demands that we obey and that we acquiesce to every ridiculous progressive request or else. Is it this that awakens them? If they can do that to the former president, they can do that to anyone. Well, this is what Hochul said. I think that this is really an extraordinary, unusual circumstance that the law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because they're very different than Donald Trump and his behavior. Isn't that gross? 
Isn't that disgusting? Joe Biden can sell access to foreign governments. We have proof of it that he accepted bribes to the tune of 20 to 30 million dollars from Kazakhstan, Russia, Ukraine, where else? Romania. We've got the suspicious activity reports. We've got that FD-1023. We've got the evidence. And yet Donald Trump is the one who's the threat. He's the one who breaks the law. He's the one who lies. Now, do you believe that America is buying that? Because if you've got truckers who are the eyes and the ears of the highway, the men and the women out there who do the dirty work so that we get what we need, if they've had enough, Kathy Hochul, do you really think that everybody looks at Donald Trump as being a lawbreaker? Or do you think that they look at him as being public enemy number one because he's not part of your game? That, to me, is where this boils down. He's been found guilty of nothing. He didn't rape any women. He didn't steal any money. He didn't steal any votes. He didn't do any of that. And everyone knows it. So back to the original idea, ladies and gentlemen. The American Revolution has begun. And we'll see what the truckers do. We'll see the impact on New York. And maybe it'll awaken that quiet part in you to figure out what your line in the sand is. I'm Wendy Bell. Thanks for being here. We hope to see you back here tomorrow, 21 hours away. Until then, peace.